This episode is sponsored by Plated.com. Prepare chef-quality meals in 30 minutes or less with Plated. Head over to Plated.com slash MILF and get free shipping with your first order. That's Plated.com slash M-Y-L-F. Hello and welcome to MILF Talk, Make Your Life Fabulous. I'm Sophie Venable, psychologist, life coach, mother of two, and author of MILF 101. Whether you're married with children, single, divorced, or all of the above, I'm talking to you about life, relationships, sex, parenting, and everything we have to do to make it all fabulous. Today we're talking about one skill that can add to your quality of life immensely, and that skill is mindfulness. My guest today is going to tell us about her work teaching mindfulness and how to apply it to parenting. She is a Huffington Post blogger. She's the creator of the Joy Oh Boy book series. And I'm excited to hear what she has to say because I suspect this is as beneficial for the parents as it is for the kids. She is on the line now. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kathy Walsh. Thank you. It's nice to get applause just for being you. (laughs) So thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I was checking out your website and I love what you're doing. Can you, um, can you tell the listeners what is mindful parenting? It's really interesting. I think one thing that parents don't think consciously about, um, is what is their intention for raising their children? So Mm. it starts with Everything starts with an intention in, in the spiritual realm or, mindfulness on any level like what is your intention you know I mean so besides I know like my, oh they have to be a lawyer me, or doctor was, <laughs> you know it was getting my children to follow their hearts and their own voice and intuition so that was an important skill for me to um, hone while they were little I wanted them to learn how to listen to their hearts so mm-hmm. I had to trust that I had to trust their inner voice and it, it did teach them to live in their own their own dreams their own intuition their own guide um, Mindful parenting on top of the intention, you know, has to do with being in the moment and really, uh, which is so hard, I will totally admit. Yes. <laughs> not multitasking every time you're with your kids. Right. Very difficult. It's hard to do. Very difficult. Yeah. yeah. And then I have a bunch of points in my Raising People Kids book, like, you know, being grateful for your child, sending little notes, um, you know, emphasizing the good, being in the moment, vibrating love. Like, they're all part of the whole the whole plan of mindful parenting. Well, I love I love the concept of setting an intention of how you want to raise your your children because I think we forget that our children have their own little inner beings and they're on their own path, right? And we think we're supposed to form yeah. that path for them, but they actually have their own little destiny within them. And I, I think it's easy to forget that because we we're just sort of a we we feel that everything that happens to them uh, on every level is is up to us. Right, and it's kind of the old, remember the old my way or the highway kind of <laughs> raising your kids? But I didn't do that. I was like, okay, who is this child? Mm-hmm. And what are their needs? And what, what do they want to be when they grow up? And like my daughter, for example, didn't speak a lot. I mean, people thought, this kid's weird. She doesn't talk very much. Mm. Um, but the thing is, she's a dancer. And when she was 11, her ballet teacher said she speaks with her body, Kathy. She doesn't need to talk. She talks on stage with her body. Oh, that's so sweet. That's, that's so beautiful. Sweet. And I didn't try to fix her. Like, so, I didn't say, what's wrong with you? You need to start talking more. Speak up. You just said because you need to start dancing she, more. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like, yeah, go ahead and dance. He was like, whoa, because I'm pretty outgoing, you know? And yeah. so I was like, hmm, you know, but I didn't try to fix her, even though everybody else wanted to. And so did you, and, <laughs> and did you, but did you ever find yourself, like when you felt that resist, did you ever feel resistance around that, you know, for yourself or whether it was from, I don't know, maybe, maybe her father, if he's in the picture or friends, yeah. uh, how was that for you when you felt uh, the resistance around allowing her to just express herself through her body and not worry about her talking? There was a lot of resistance. I wrote a blog for the Huffington Post called What's the Matter with Her? Mm. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. that's what everyone used to say. But I just knew, I knew she had a different, uh, a different role in her life. I knew there was something different about her. And I am a mama bear and I'm a lion, I'm a Leo. So mm-hmm. I stand up for my kids. And they're right. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and yes, is that- it was hard in a way, but I thought, I don't know, what's wrong with you? But you want her to talk all the time. Wow, you good know? for you. So- <laughs> you are a mama bear. You're a very strong woman. <laughs> I love this. So is that how you got into this field? Because you were you were in fashion uh, prior yes. to this? and is that So yes. is that how you got into this field? Was just through your mothering? My job in fashion as a, I was a buyer at Barney's and... Bendel's and ABC Carpet and Home, my job was always to spot trends. And about 12 mm. years ago, I felt that this was going to become more mainstream. And I started to write the books and writing the people. And, you know, I started to put this whole plan together and didn't really launch it till recently because I feel like now's the time when people are willing to hear it. Mm. Um, and so when my kids were younger, I mean, I started meditating when I was 20-something. And when they were younger, I, I read all those books. I don't know, you know, Wayne Dyer and Julie Cameron and Louise Hay. My kids know the Louise Hay book almost by heart if something's wrong with them. Have you used that book at all? Oh, yeah. Kids? Oh, so they, they yeah. know where to, like, look look up the little issue in the in the, yeah. in, in the middle index yeah. there. <laughs> like, like, go I'm get so the rainbow like, book. Oh, what's the matter? You know, what am I not saying? Oh, what that's so sweet. Speaking? Yeah, I love that. For those that don't know, if you look at uh, Louise Hay's book, uh, You Can Heal Your Life, it was, um, yeah. oh, it's at yeah. least, is that book 30 years old now? Uh, yeah. And a uh, beautiful book, uh, her first. And there is actually a middle index that in, in the center of the book where you can look up your physical issue and she gives you uh, she sort of tells you what it's about. Like if you're stubbing your toes all the time, right? Uh, it'll say you're you're worrying too much about details, and then she'll give you this lovely affirmation to to say to yourself to remind you that you don't have to worry about the details. But of course, she says it much more gracefully than that. So that's the book she's saying that her kids actually are uh, really aware of and have memorized. <laughs> they have. So I just thought, well, if I'm learning all of this and I'm doing gratitude journals, why don't I just raise them like this? Doesn't it make sense to just put, the, you know, so that they understand this at a much younger age? Because mm-hmm. I do think you have no idea how these young kids respond to this mindfulness. They love it. I teach in a, in a school in Santa Fe and I've developed a curriculum. And, you know, part of it is like positive thinking and breathing when you're stressed out. And these kids will come in and they, their meditations are so vivid. One girl said to me, I saw a rainbow and the colors of the rainbow came into my heart. Oh. Six years old. That's so sweet. I know. 
you know, and, you know, working with light and colors and energy and all that is so powerful. Tell me about teaching kids meditation. What goal do you explain to them in this, in the sense, like why we learn meditation? What's the simplest way to explain to them uh, why meditation is helpful? The, the simplest way is to be able to relax the body, breathe, connect with your inner spirit, and connect with peace. Because actually that's where the power lies in the world. Everyone thinks the power lies in striving, achieving, accomplishing. But the truth is, if, any, if, if there's a lot going around on around you, and there's always a lot, right? There's always stuff going on, whether you read the news or you just are a kid and you've got friends, you know, there's always, mm-hmm. if you can somehow access the peace within you, then you're in charge of your life. So do you tell, do you tell them that we're, we just want to quiet our minds that mm-hmm. we like, yeah, I'm just, I'm and, sort of thinking sort journey. of a language, a sort of like an imagination yeah. journey. I'm just sort of thinking of the language that where if I said to my kids, even at this age, okay, mm-hmm. let's get in touch with your inner spirit. Uh, mm-hmm. They might be like, oh, mom. <laughs> Again, no, I might be. Um, uh, like, if I, I would, I would love to, you know, encourage my children to do more meditating and help them because they're girls. I mean, everything is drama, 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 right? right. And, you know, they're 11 yeah. and 15. It's, it's so, it's a house of estrogen in my place. And so getting them to, to the skill, right? Helping them develop the skill to quiet their minds and center themselves. Um, I guess I would like to, to know how to just sort of present that in a way, that concept. I don't, I didn't, I didn't always um, present it so much as it was like bedtime, you know, and we would be lying down together and we'd be like, let's just do a little relaxation before Mm. we go to sleep, you Mm -hmm. know? And I would count down. I also played, I mean, back when I was when my kids were younger, there weren't meditation CDs or any kind of, you know, right. anything on iTunes you could download. But Swami Satchidananda had a really nice meditation CD, and he was someone I had spent a lot of time with. So I would play his, and they loved it. And they would go into the forest, and he would count down. Or I would do it for them, but they nice. have to be young for you to do it for them. Because I think once they get past 10, they don't want mommy, you know... <laughs> Yeah, meditation. With yeah, them, you know, my daughter used to say, "Do relax your toes," you know, because I would, <laughs> I would do the at the end of my yoga class. You know, we would relax your toes, relax your ankles, and go all the way up. You know, and uh, just uh, talking through the body. And so at night, she would say, "Do relax your toes," and we would walk talk through. <laughs> but they didn't want me to do it for anyone. <laughs> so, and right, with yeah. the kids in the school, I, I always like we're, we're on a journey. I don't say we're using light energy to help right. your body heal. But I say, <laughs> feel the sunlight. You know, feel that sun coming in through the crown chakra. Feel it coming into your body all the way down to your toes and back up again. Feel the warm light, that beautiful white light going up and down. And we know it's healing their body. They don't really need to know that. Right, but they have such a yeah. willingness to go on that imaginary journey. That's like, that's the beauty of them being young, yeah? Yeah, Just... yeah I think so. I, I like working... Up till 10 is mostly what I do. After 10, they're ruined. I'm kidding. I love to cook, but finding time is so difficult, especially with the shopping. That's why I'm so excited about Plated. Plated is for people who love cooking fresh, exciting new dishes, but don't have time to find all the perfect ingredients. 
Here's how it works. Go to plated.com slash MYLF and choose from amazing chef-designed recipes and new selections every week. Next, the culinary pros at Plated lovingly fill a refrigerated box with just the perfect pre-portioned ingredients for your dinner. Nothing is wasted. It's so cool. It's so fun too. Everything is delivered to your door and it stays good until midnight. You don't have to worry about it. Everything is delivered to your door. Fresh meat, poultry, fish, farm fresh veggies, spices, everything you need on a date that you choose. It's so easy. You have everything that you need in exactly the amount that you need. I love not having to throw anything away. We got the sambal miso tilapia over rice noodles. My boyfriend and I made it. It was a fantastic date night. It was so much fun. And it was incredibly delicious. It was nothing that we would have come up with and made on our own. You can prepare chef-quality meals in 30 minutes or less with Plated. Hurry over to Plated.com slash MILF now and get free shipping with your first order. Once again, that's Plated.com slash M-Y-L-F. Tell us about tell us about the Joy Oh Boy book series. Yeah, so it's a book series. I have I have at uh, the moment four books, and there's two more being um, worked on right now. And they're basically about helping children um, just understand connecting with their hearts and that love is so important and gratitude. Um, and then there's also raising people kids, which is the parenting guide, which helps guide the parents. Raising on what? All of these different things. Can you say the title again? Raising. Oh, raising peaceful kids. Peaceful kids. Yes. Yes. And each book has a meditation to go with it. Oh, very nice. Now, how can how can we? Uh, I'm thinking about the technology. I'm thinking about raising peaceful kids. I think the uh-huh. the challenging piece I hear in that is, oh God, they just they're watching YouTube videos and they've got the the headphones in, and I, not that they should always be doing something productive um, necessarily, mm-hmm. but there's got to be something better to offer them other than that for distraction, yeah. right? Well, I see the good in technology, and I use it a lot. So I, I love it, but I know for myself I have to balance it out or I'm, I go a little stir-crazy, you know? So obviously having moments in the day, and it doesn't have to be a lot, but even just taking a tech-free walk with the kids and saying, we're going to go on a walk, we're leaving our technology here, we can just be in that moment, um, playing a game like what eating dinner, maybe it's just dinner time. You don't have any technology. Like if you start making a lot of rules, then people, then the kids want it more. So it has right. to be that the other stuff is fun. So I'd like to play a board game with you. Let's play a board game. Let's play a game of cards. Let me, let me do something that I did when I was little. I used to play hopscotch. Let's go out and play hopscotch. I'll show you what we used to do. Really? You were a kid? You did this? <laughs> you know? So... <laughs> You know, bringing them into your world, and you can say we didn't have technology. Can you imagine we didn't have any cell phones? You know, so let's let's play a board game the old-fashioned way, just being in the moment and and not getting distracted by it. But you have to set an example always as the parent. Ah, uh, yes, that's the mindful part for me, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's it's, uh, it's it's hard to do. It's so hard because we all do it and. You know, we get to, when I'm in New York City and I go a lot, my, both my daughters live there, I'll see entire families through the whole dinner. They don't even look up. And it's, you know, I, I, there's no judgment because I know how hard it is to be a parent in New York and to get everything done. But boy, I mean, I would think just that one hour while you're out paying for a meal, maybe you could just 
focus on the day and talk about the kids' day. That's the problem. They're not talking. You know, technology, you don't talk anymore and you don't look in the eye. So that's the thing. Right. Sometimes people will literally text each other at the table. Like, eat, like, like across the table. <laughs> I've seen it. It's crazy. And so uh, yeah. you were saying don't make a lot of rules around it, you know, yeah. um, heavy yeah. rules. So you think it's it's more about just when you feel that opportunity, when you feel that moment yeah. where I, you know, I can be really present right now and let's make this fun. And it just feels like the right moment. Just say like, hey, everybody just put yeah. their phones away. Like, let's take take this yeah. time. Like, just yeah. set an, an example of leaving the technology behind. Yeah. Not because yeah. it's an evil thing, but because yeah, it helps I mean, you be more present. Exactly. And I know, like, when I would take my kids up in the car from school, I cherished whatever time we had in the car because there were no distractions, and mostly they would start talking. Yeah, that's so, when all the good talks happen. That's when the talks happen. So if you have your radio on and you're listening to a talk show or whatever, you're not allowing that time. So I would always keep the radio down or turn it off. And just allow the space. It's almost like giving that space. You know, it's not like, oh my God, it's ten o'clock. You got to put it, or whatever it is. Like, it's not time. Sometimes it's like you have to see the moment and say, let's just do this. You know, or let's, you know, whatever it is that you want to do without technology. I like that. I, I because sometimes I think when when there is sort of a standing rule, sometimes you're not mm-hmm. able to. To follow the rule, right? And then you have to sort of argue the hypocrisy, you know, like, ah, so yeah, maybe it's a matter of just let's seize the opportunity whenever possible, whenever, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's nice also, and you know, I do deal with a lot of parents of young, young children, so you might remember back to like rituals in the day before they were older, you know, Mm -hmm. and you know, maybe you have rituals where you do write in a journal about gratitude. Well, that's a great time to not have technology around, you know, Right. or maybe you have a little relaxation before they go to bed or just, you know, focusing on what was your day. Maybe that's just that space, you know. Thinking about your daughter who didn't speak much who doesn't speak much and she's really expressive through her body and through dance um yeah how did you encourage her to express her feelings if there was something that she needed to express to you how can parents create space for their children to speak to them is this part of the mindful parenting teaching this is so important because i just feel we're a nation of addicts because we didn't grow up learning how to express our feelings. It was kind of like, you know, children should be seen but not heard kind of thing, you know. And even though I had a loving household, expressing feelings, and my mother was happy all the time, so it was kind of like you didn't express bad feelings. And there was no way to do it. It was uncomfortable. So with children, the best thing to do is to say if they look like they're frustrated and they're banging things around or you can sense that there's something wrong, if you can say, I I think it looks like you might be frustrated, acknowledge the feeling. Mm, help them name it. Help them name it. at something else, you know, and it's right. like, it seems to me that something is bothering you. Like, what are you feeling? Because we're so afraid of feelings, but feelings are just a wave. They're just a wave. Sometimes they're a tidal wave, but, you know, <laughs> I think when you're, you know, they are a wave and they go in and they go out. I think a if lot of parents take the, the feeling personally. You know, I, th- I, th- I think there's a moment when your kids are angry and frustrated that, yeah. 
you somehow you internalize it yourself, you know, and take it personally. And in that moment, you just have to be the bigger person and not personalize it and maybe help them name it. It, it sounds like that's what you're describing is, is helping them is sort of opening the door for them to say, this is how I'm feeling as opposed yeah, to just amazing. sort of going like, why are you being such a jerk? Your life is great. <laughs> I work so hard to give you a great life. Why are you complaining? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I totally get that. But, you know, um, there, my sister teaches fourth, uh, third and fourth grade, and she took their, my um, bright blue balloon book, which is about feeling your feelings and letting them go, and she had the kids draw balloons and put their feelings in it. I had no idea. Like, the negative feelings they put, they were like, I hate when people make fun of me. I feel bullied at school. I don't feel smart. You know, I was like, whoa, this is like serious feelings these, you know, 10-year-olds are having. And yeah. it's so important that they either have a way to write them down. You know, I will say even now and in the past, I have done where the kids have written a letter to somebody or we've written down feelings mm-hmm. and we rip them up and throw them in the fireplace or, you know, we burn them, you know, over the stove or something. You know, just to, like feel the feelings and let them go. It's okay. And I think, you know, mama bear me, I always wanted to fix everything. But you can't fix everything. You have to somehow just let them have these sad moments or these feelings that don't feel good as a mom. It's not fun. No, when they have to, when they have to sit with it and you really don't have a solution, it's, um, it's very difficult. I think the, the place I try to go, because again, with, you know, two, uh, tween teen daughters uh, there's a lot of girl drama a lot of uh, personal frustration rejection it changes every week you know mm-hmm. I don't have friends I do have friends the best place I can go the best I can do because I can't obviously fix the behavior of others is just to teach them compassion you know that person mm-hmm. is probably insecure they're you know look at their home life you can see what's going on there mm-hmm. they don't you know um, they're doing everything that they can to feel included. Um, and, and I understand that they're hurting you in the process, you know, but it is just getting them to open their heart a little bit. And it, it's so hard because you can see the struggle. It's like, but I'm just so mad and I'm so hurt and I'm so, and you can't fix it. And you just have to be I with know. it. Even if they're crappy during dinner time and they ruin everything. <laughs> I know, I, think, I, I know, it's so true. You know, oh my gosh, I remember all of that. You're doing such a great job because teaching them compassion is, is really one of the solutions. Another solution when I'm feeling bad, even I use now, is just gratitude. I just start the day and think about what am I grateful for. And it does start to shift the energy. They can't do it in the moment where they're, you know, feeling no, they so get, sad. No, they get mad. When I when I try that, they're, they're like... I know I'm not no. starving. I get it. I'm just, and I'm like, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get, okay, so start in the morning with the gratitude. Okay. <laughs> You're doing a great job. It's not easy, the oh. ages that you have. It's challenging. You know, I, I'm very lucky. You know, I, I co-parent. Uh, my ex-husband is a good dad, you know, and, and uh, is really good at, at I, I give him a lot of credit, too, because I, I think little girls need their dads and, and he allows them their feelings. He does. I have to give him some credit. It really helps to have two parents that are uh, yeah. on your kid's side. So, um, yeah. uh 
but it is it it seems like it is a um you have to be mindful and present yourself to yeah. be a mindful yeah. parent and to teach your kids yeah. mindfulness. <laughs> Would that be accurate? <laughs> it's so true. Like when, when um, we talk about looking in the mirror with your child and saying all the things that you love about the child, like really like I love your red curls and you can't walk by the mirror and go, oh, I need to lose five pounds. You know what oh, I mean? That is Every so important. And expect your kids not do the same. That is so That's important. Oh, well, I, I, I love this. And can you tell, uh, can you tell everybody how they can find out more about the Joy O' Boy series and, and all of the wonderful exercises that you've been talking about? Yes, it's all on my website at joyoboy.com. And I have Twitter and Facebook, and I'm on all those things all the time. And all the links are on my website. And you can read my blog and sign up on the Huffington Post for that. And yeah, I mean, I, I would love people to reach out to me and and with any questions. I mean, everything's on my website. Wonderful. I, oh, it's been such a pleasure pleasure talking to you. I'm going to uh, let people know how they can find me right now at Facebook at Sophie Venable, and you can tweet me at Sophie underscore Venable. If you're on iTunes or SoundCloud right now, please click subscribe because that would totally help my cause. My book, MILF 101, Make Your Life Fabulous, is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kathy. And thank, thank, you. thank you, Maria Spertolozzi and the crew here at Sideshow. And thank you all for listening. This is Sophie Venable reminding you that you don't have to make your life perfect. Just make it fabulous. Fabulous.